0: Episode 224. Thank you all for listening to episode 223 The Migraine King. I am Montes T. Baggins here with my co host, Rickety Podcast Room Cricket. I like him. <laughs> Happy you're a human being now, Rickety Podcast Cricket.
1: Yep, got all the way home.
0: Back quick. Back quick. Uh, well, we're going to try to wrap this episode up in a half hour, maybe 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, we don't have the uh, the Cody Bryant um, indie scene, or know what's going on anywhere else.
0: Oh, I do. Um, I mean, the G One climax, I got that, so we're good there. Damn it!
1: I was hoping we would have avoided that fifteen minute snorefest this week.
0: It's actually pretty good. I just won't go into it like Cody does, where it becomes a snorefest. No offense, Mike Green king. I mean, no offense. I just mm,
1: not excited.
0: That's some good wrestling out there, though, man some good stuff out there, but let's just get into this shit. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's songs by Wes. Thanks to All We're Clothing. I'm Brandon, allworkclothing.com can help you with all your clothing needs like he did us, whether it be shirts, hoodies, hats, koozies, stickers, posters, whatever the hell you need, he will get it for you allworkclothing.com. Thanks to Crandall Squatting Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas, and not Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah, home of the migraine king. Also. (laughs) He, Sean, of course, can help you with all your landscaping needs, your mowing, your fall cleanup. You know, all those leaves are starting to fall. Get your fall cleanup done. He can also help plant trees, plant trees in the fall. He also aerates and seed yards. Did mine. You got to get that done by pretty much the end of this month. Get that done. Had mine aerated and seeded. And then my other guys came out and did fertilization, because Sean does not do that. But he can help you with everything else. 419-704-5471. And last but not least... Connell
1: Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, for uh, those of you who've been stuck in quarantine too long and have lost that mojo, you need to get to datingtransformation.com. Stop watching the WWE Network. Reach out to Connell Barrett. Get yourself ready, because once corona's over, you need to get back out there and you need to find yourself a woman. Maybe one who likes wrestling, maybe one who doesn't. But you got to stop watching the WWE Network, the G1 Summit, Impact Wrestling, whatever the fuck else you're watching. Stop. Go to datingtransformation.com and reach out to Connell Barrett and maybe you'll be lucky enough to get his new book. Can't give away the title. I'll let you know when it's on sale, but it'll be happening soon.
0: The Migrant King. Barrett. Yeah. The Migrant <laughs> King. Ow. Do we have an idea on uh, when this might be on sale yet?
1: Um, I would assume before Christmas, probably before Thanksgiving-ish time. So it'll be a little bit, but I know it was uh It was just finished up and through all the post-production and all that, so I'm sure it's all about where are they going to sell, what are they going to do.
0: Well, we will see. Mm -hmm. All right, we ready for uh, some trivia? Born ready. All right, what's our updated score, sir? Updated scores. You,
1: sir, have 634. Cody Bryant has 534. You're back up 100 on him. I have 565. Parrot, 226. Dub, 29. Wes Anderson, 7. And security, Jeff with Uno.
0: Alrighty then. I got to share the screen. Told him I would say go, and we will be good to go, my friend. All right. Here we go. By the way, I just signed up for the Peacock Network. Mm. Two and a half men's on there. It's the only place It's. They actually have some good shows on there, too. Old school, but um, old school. Well, look at that. We're going old school tonight. First up, who are the first two members of Ted Dibodoski's Million Dollar Corporation in the double double F?
1: First two members.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm good. We're going to type this in since we got to type things out.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of the second one. Who would have been second in? i I already had that one okay (laughs) we both had that one it's just the second one
0: i i'm just going with a obvious but i don't think it's going to count we'll see
1: all right Ready?
0: ready Yep. one two three and go see i thought about bam bam too i'm like does virgil count probably not but i'm going with Virgil.
1: i don't think he was ever in it i think he was um that was right as he was getting kicked out
0: Old and Bam Bam. Hmm. Whoa. Okay. Wow,
1: I thought IRS would have been in there.
0: Me too. I-R-S or BK Wall Street. <laughs>
1: okay. Only one for me, huh? Two for
0: you. Two points for each. Two.
1: Oh, okay. Two for me.
0: Two okay. points. What was the name of the tag team of Lex Luger and Davey Boy Smith? Oh... Oh, man. Oh, no. I don't
1: know. why I can't remember this.
0: This one I actually do remember, so that's good.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I, I can't think of this.
0: go. Allied, Allied Powers.
1: Allied Powers. Yeah, I can't think of it. I knew it was something like that. But.
0: I was, for fun, I just wanted to say <laughs> the Flexington Boys, but I know that's not it. <laughs> they had some awesome entrance music, by the way. Everybody check that out. Yeah, pretty decent. All right, so add two to me, so we're tied up again.
1: Yeah, yes, we are. We're, we're just really killing it here. One, round two in this round.
0: We're doing so good. And finally, five point. Who am I? First one to get the correct answer gets the points. At wrong guess. Well, this one I don't have to type anything, so that's good. Right. I wrestled for Vince and Ted Turner.
1: Okay. That narrows it down. I think we can go to the next one. Yeah,
0: I agree. Next. <laughs> I wrestled for Vince and Ted. Great.
1: Yeah, that that only narrows a bound of 800 people.
0: All right. My final double C double match came in 98, losing to Bill Gold on Monday Nitro. Okay. Mm. Um, I've got two guesses in mind.
1: So do I. I don't want to guess one. I'm going to go. um, I'm going to guess Steve Lombardi.
0: Okay. A.K.A. the Brooklyn Brawler. And I'm going to go with, uh, God, was it 98? No. (sighs) You know, I've had two guesses here. Jericho was one of them, but I don't want to use him. I'm going to go Sean Waltman, my other guest. But I feel like he went back to double double F sooner. Both incorrect. Well, we can guess on the next one because it's only us two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next number three. I returned to work for Vince before being released in two thousand three.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, that takes mine out. I should have waited one. Yeah. Next for me.
0: Yeah. Same. A 5 and one record at Wrestlemania.
1: I mm. think I got it. Maybe. I don't know if he was in six Wrestlemanias. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Perfect. Kurt Hennig.
0: Mr. Perfect. Um, incorrect. Damn. All right, so I have two guesses again. Yeah, well, you might as well
1: get. You might as well I'm take. i a big free, boss man. Why don't you just take the free clue? I would have taken the free clue.
0: Yeah, whatever. Big Uh-oh. boss. Yeah, there we go. Ray Trailer wrestled ninety eight. He wrestling no three. My other guess was gonna be IRS, VK Wall Street. But it's like, man, when you said perfect, I immediately thought back to Boss Man. That was the next one that came to mind. Hmm dungeon of doom man i you know bear did we lose you did you get frozen on I me mean, finally somebody else gets frozen looks like totally forgot he was the dungeon of doom for a brief time that was the next clue huh i didn't even know about that to be honest dungeon of doom for i have to think back that was oh man the taskmaster Kevin Sullivan and we lost bear. So it's just me for now. So we're going to have to cut out some of that words, but, uh, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. When they all went against dungeons, dungeon of doom against Hogan and, and Randy Savage was pretty good. But like Jeremy said, RIP big boss, man, that's all he has this week. See you guys next week. Thank you, Jeremy, as always. And, uh, we appreciate everything you do for us. Looking forward to the jeopardy with the mid jeopardy after the sports looking forward to that that should be really good for us and really good for everybody and i can't wait to see how that happens so thank you again to jeremy and hopefully we get a returning bear cub soon but we will see it's kind of hard doing a show by yourself but since he doesn't give a shit about g1 we're going to talk about the g1 climax and what's going on so kota obushi eight points in the a block and also okada Eight points in the A block. Pretty awesome. And look at Will Ospreay. Eight points also, which is just, that's kind of crazy. His only loss is to, ooh, gosh, who did he lose to? Takagi. Yeah, he only lost to Takagi, so that's there. Jay White also with eight. So should be interesting. Uh, Takahashi is at zero, which is kind of really surprising. A lot of guys at six. uh, Suzuki, Takagi, uh, Ishii. Cobb's only at four, which was, which is, you know, it is what it is. But, um, and Yujiro Takahashi is who I should have said. And then uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, he's actually at six in the B block. Juice Robinson also at six. And then Toru Yano is at six as well. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, uh, eight. So he's, has the most right now in the B block. I think they're still going. Yet uh, today we've got some 10, seven matchups uh we've got all the dates on here for when other things are going to happen 10 10 10 13 10 16 10 18. a lot of different matchups going on so we should see what happens uh looks like evil's at six points kenta only has four uh sonata's at four so still a lot of different things going on with the b block um we'll see this whole thing's going to play out pretty much for the rest of this month 30th anniversary of the g1 climax so um, keep your eyes out for what's happening there. In double double E, we saw that Ali is now the leader of retribution and pretty interesting. I mean, it, retribution kind of came in as a joke and people laughed at it. It was very laughable. So, hopefully, with Ali, this can kind of switch it and and shut it back down. So, hopefully, um, we'll see what happens with Ali as the leader. Retribution, like we, like I just mentioned, came in as a joke. Nobody really bought into it. Uh, But with Ali as the leader, maybe it'll turn around. We don't know. Um, Might still be laughable. You could see him as a leader, but it makes you wonder if he was a guy on SmackDown that was messing with everything. Who knows if they'll play that off or if anything will happen differently. So not quite sure yet, but we'll talk more about that as it happens. So now that we're back and Bear is here and I rambled for five minutes on nothing, uh, G1 Climax is over, so you missed that. (laughs) Thank God. <laughs> uh, I, I did start talking about WWE with Ali is now the leader of Retribution. Have you seen that,
1: Mustafa Ali? Yeah. No, I haven't. I'm white. Well, uh,
0: he's now the God. leader, and I said this could work, but I think Retribution came in as a joke, so maybe not.
1: Eh, I don't know if it was quite a joke. I just think that no one's taking it seriously.
0: Well, when they wear stupid shit, you know I, no,
1: that that is true. I will give it that, but it's just, yeah, I just, everyone kind of pretty much gave up on it immediately. So that's why it's, that's why it's failing.
0: Uh, what do you think about um, Alexa Bliss joining the Fiend? Did her heel turn, Join the Fiend. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I mean, it should be good. I mean, is she going to be the uh, sister Abigail? Is that what her character is going to be or no, they're not going to call her that.
0: I don't know if she'll be sister Abigail, but we'll see.
1: That would be cool if they did to go into that. But um, I mean yeah, it all depends on how they how they treat the story. That's all. I mean, they're gonna have to figure out what's the best way to what's the best way to make it work and how they're gonna are they gonna just have her interfere in matches, or are they just gonna have her be there, or is are they gonna feud with another guy and a female? Like what are they gonna do? Or is she just going to be on his side, sort of thing? So, we'll have to see how they how they treat it and where they go with it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We got time. A um, lot of things going on there. So, I don't know though. It, it's I wouldn't mind them feuding with people, but right, like right now, who they're going to feud with? Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Is like there's really nobody. Yeah, Jimmy. Well, Jimmy's out. who was, was going to be there. There's big talk of the faction starting there and. It could be, you know, Jimmy and Jay and and Roman. I'd be down for that. Well, didn't Roman just fight Jay? And they're fighting again. But, you know, he could basically just bow down and be his uh, brother. But, no, worse than that, can you guess what the other championship match is going to be? Can you just take a small guess Mm -hmm. for Hell in a Cell? I
1: don't even know who has it. Does The Fiend have it? Drew. Drew has it. Is it it Drew and Orton for the 800th time? It is Drew and Orton for the 800th time. I thought they ended that with the ambulance match. I guess not. No such thing as a blow off anymore.
0: Nope, not at all. Um, (laughs) So I'm done with that shit. Oh, God. What do you think about NXT bringing back Halloween Havoc this month? I
1: like it. They should. They should use as much name recognition of those WCW pay-per-views as they can. I like that shit. Um, gets a little nostalgia going, but also, you know, it kind of brings some of that back. And I mean, Pete, those were some, those are some cool pay-per-views they had. Um, so there's no reason why they shouldn't use them. They own all the rights to them. So keep using them. Great American bash. Use it. Go ahead. No one wants payback sucks. Let's see some Halloween havoc.
0: So uh, a few things. Damian Priest beat Johnny Gargano at NXT. So NXT TakeOver 31. Damian Priest beat Johnny Gargano uh, to, for the North American Championship. Kushida beat Velveteen Dream. Do you think after all that shit with Velveteen Dream and basically being a quote-unquote pedophile that they're basically burying him at this point?
1: Um, I mean, I don't that was all passed and they found out that that wasn't him. I don't know how much further that's gone. But I would hope not. I would hope that if that is the case and he actually was a pedophile, that, um, you know, he would uh, – you know, they would have got rid of him or released him. So, right. I, I think uh, I don't think dragging his name through the mud is good. But, yeah, maybe they're just trying to keep his name out of the spotlight more or less for right now until all that shit blows over or they find the truth.
0: Right. Santos Escobar uh, beat Isaiah Swerve, Scott. Uh, To keep the cruiserweight championship Io Shirai beat Candice LeRae To keep the NXT Women's Championship And Finn Balor in almost a 30 minute match Beat Kyle O'Reilly They both got hurt uh, To keep the NXT title And uh, after Finn beat Kyle O'Reilly To retain As it was about to go off air Ridge Holland appeared behind the barricade He held over one shoulder Badly beaten Adam Cole And then Holland said nothing Dropped Cole at ringside and left so, Riley, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish checked on Cole after that. So, pretty interesting.
1: Hmm. Yes, sounds like it. It
0: was just uh, kind of random, but I don't know. But uh, Finn Balor. So, like I said, Finn Balor got hurt, and uh, he broke his jaw. Ooh. Mm. Remember when he got the uh, the title off of Seth Rollins a few years back and then broke his freaking shoulder
1: yeah, his shoulder or whatever he had yeah right after that
0: yeah yeah and then um, yeah it, there's just so much going on it's just crazy you know that when you see this and see what happens you're just like oh my gosh
1: yeah it sounds like Finn has some injury problems
0: yeah he does and uh, Kyle I think Kyle O'Reilly got hurt too but I don't know but yeah so Finn has a broken jaw in two places and he's still the champion <laughs> Still the champ. Yeah, you've actually put the x-ray up there, so it's kind of nuts. Man, I don't know. Is there anything been going on in dub?
1: Uh, I don't know, man. I'm serious. I haven't watched zero. zero.
0: Oh, wait. Isn't today the uh, – because it's Wednesday. I know this comes out Sunday, but uh, Chris Jericho's 30th celebration, 30-year celebration.
1: Oh, is that supposed to be today? Yeah. Aew, uh, yeah, I, I, get, I, Cody might have said that he's he's the one for this wrestling show. He he should have been on, but I guess that migraine lasted four days, so he couldn't quite make it to this one as well. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah. he knows he's he's home all the time. He knows all that shit right now. Right, I don't have time to watch it. Some of us are still going to work.
0: Feel you there. So Brian Cage, um, for the FTW Championship, apparently that's the thing, beat Will Hobbs. Uh, There was a nice – Jericho received a message from the ace of the universe himself, uh, Tanahashi, who said congrats on 30 years in the business, so that was pretty cool. Um, Everything's going on. FTR beat – who did FTR fight? I think they fought the Young Bucks, didn't they? No, they fought – No, Young Bucks watched during the match. TH2. FTR won the match. Um, FTR's Halloween costumes this year, they're hot dogs. They were dressed as hot dogs.
1: Classy. (laughs)
0: Uh, Special guest for this dog collar match is Greg the Hammer Valentine. This is Brody and uh, Brody against Cody.
1: They just keep bringing back old nostalgia talent, even though they want to be a new company, huh? Mm. Yeah. But I just don't get it. Does this
0: surprise you, Cody won his title back?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. He does like putting people over, but
0: yeah, he lost title and then got it back. Mm. Cody's got clash. You got to admit he's got heart. No, I'm not admitting shit. He's not the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes.
1: No, he's, he's not.
0: He's not he's bad. The, he's the American bad. Nightmare, Cody Rhodes.
1: shouldn't. It's a terrible him. tattoo. Still not a fan of the neck tat. Just, just not a fan.
0: Is that the worst worst tattoo in uh, wrestling history?
1: Um, no. Batista's belly button one is
0: <laughs> yeah, the sun around his yeah. belly button. Yeah,
1: that is. That's there's a reason why he kept tatting himself up, so people don't have to keep looking at
0: that dumb thing. Oh god, you're absolutely correct. All right. I know we're trying to to wind this down quick. Do we have anything from uh, Jason?
1: I, mean, I haven't even talked to him in probably two weeks. Been slacking, son of
0: a bitch. All right. So on this day in wrestling history, we're going to go way back in the uh, way back machine and see if I can find you something to pull up uh, from a pay per view or something. It's usually pay per views, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we had many pay-per-views around this time. Oh, I got Nitros. I've got Raws. Sunday Night Heat. Whatever FIP is. Don't know what it is.
1: No pay-per-views at all?
0: Yeah, this is kind we, of surprising.
1: We just missed all the good ones because um, the uh, Kane cane, um, I think that was two days ago or yesterday, the Bad Blood Ninety-seven. I think it was October fifth.
0: Yeah. Hey, why don't you do that? Who gives a shit? It was this week. Can you find that when he came? Because that was was that hell on the cell? that was hell on the cell, right? With uh yeah. uh, uh Taker
1: Michael's and Michael. That was the first ever hell on the cell. Well,
0: in the meantime, while you're looking that up, because I would love to see what they say about that's gotta be that's gotta be Oh, uh, That was one of the things I said when uh, somebody said Velasquez is coming. You know, uh, one of our one of my good friends. Uh, Alex, he big wrestling fan, and he he put up a picture when Kane first came to WWE. Kane Velasquez, and I put that's gotta be that's gotta be Kane. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good time, but uh, yeah. So happy birthday! Just a few of them, thirty-two years old. Ricochet, Ricochet, twenty-fourth birthday. Happy birthday to Rhea Ripley, and happy fifty-third to Taz. Oh, happy birthday to Taz. Taz, Rhea Ripley, and uh, Ricochet. Whew. All right. You ready? Ready. Another long, long one. Here we go. I will turn it over to you because this will be – you reading is going to be the longest part of this show. It'll probably be yeah. the full length of the show.
1: Let me uh, let me take a drink of Crown Peach and iced tea. Hold on.
0: Uh, good mix.
1: Got to get ready for this one. All right. <clears throat> Hell in a Cell, Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker. Once they're locked inside, Undertaker stalks Shawn Michaels, who bounces off the ropes right into a big boot that prompts Vince McMahon to say, this is not gonna be pretty. Shawn gets in some shots in the corner, but Undertaker whips him to the corner for the trademark Shawn bump. Undertaker is just beating the hell out of Shawn all around this thing. He whips Shawn into the steel numerous times connecting with clotheslines in between. Undertaker rams him into the cage and delivers soup bones to the rib cage. He goes to drive Sean headfirst into the steel, but it's reversed, and he's thrown in. Doesn't matter, though, as Undertaker bounces off and nails Shawn Michaels again. Shawn finally gets in some worthwhile offense with a suicide dive and then an elbow from the cage. He hits a flying clothesline from the apron, but Shawn is selling like a champ. He slams the steel steps on the spine of the Undertaker a few times. He then hits a pile driver onto the steel steps, which is pretty badass. Shawn hit a pile driver on Undertaker there, by the way. I'm, I'm I'm off of that. I'm just saying. That's that's Sean hitting that. Crazy. The cameraman is very close, so Sean curses him out. He continues his offense with a double axe handle, though it didn't look great since he couldn't elevate with the ceiling being there. In a callback to what started this rivalry, Sean gets a steel ta- chair and drives it into the Undertaker's back. The dead man is not done, though, as he's fighting back because nothing Sean does seems to be enough. A back body drop that launches Sean onto the cameraman – which led Sean to beat him up. That cameraman has a family! Commentary plays this up great. Sean holds serve while Commissioner Slaughter has the cell open to get out the cameraman. Sean connects with the sweet chin music, but Undertaker sits up instantly. Business just picked up. Sean runs and exits the cell, which makes the, cam- which makes the cameraman stuff a brilliant move. Undertaker slingshots Michael into the steel, which busts him wide open. In a moment that was replayed a bunch, Sean is thrown into the cell like a damn javelin and his face is crimson. Michaels, in a desperate attempt to flee, climbs the cell. Undertaker follows and hits a back body drop out of a pile driver up there. He grates his face into the ceiling, which causes blood to spill on the camera lens under them, which is perfect. Sean has the balls to take a gorilla press slam spot up there and tries to escape but is caught. Undertaker steps on his hand, causing Sean to fall through the announce table. <coughs> Undertaker pounds on him, bringing him back inside the cell, and then it is locked. The beating continues when Undertaker nails a choke slam from the top rope. In a fitting move, Undertaker gets a steel chair and absolutely clobber Sean with it. He signals for the tombstone when the lights go out. When they come on in their red glow, Paul Bear, by the way, that is P-A-U-L-B-E-A-R, not Paul, <laughs> Paul bear Paul walking is walking out with Kane, that's got to, that's got to be Kane. He rips the door off its hinges and goes face to face with his brother. Nothing happens until he makes fire explode from the turnbuckles. Then he tombstones Undertaker and leaves. Shawn Michaels crawls over the bear and barely gets his arm over Undertaker, scoring the victory. Winner, Shawn Michaels in 2957. Talk about an absolute classic. The first ever Hell in the Cell is probably the best ever. The psychology of Shawn Michaels doing everything possible, but The Undertaker shaking it off was great. Shawn took a beating. They went to the top of the cell. The interference made sense, and everything was perfectly done. Five stars. No doubt about it that's a five-star match. I mean, one of the best. If you've never seen that match or haven't seen it in a while, you need to go watch it because that is – the cage-off. Oh, The whole pay-per-view is just, I mean – Um, you know, that's the one that Pillman, um, they found out he died before they found hotel room dead. Um, and then, yeah, they have to go into that and that, you know, with Kane coming. Yeah, just, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's awesome. Whole new character. One of the best characters of all time, Kane, and one of the best matches of all time with two of the best performers of all time. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Absolutely insane. But man, that was, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch it if you haven't seen it in a little while.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go back and watch that and just to kind of see what we happen or what we have. And, and it's been a while, you know, I remember it and very well because it was such a shock. And um, so it's one of those things you just always remember, you know, Undertaker losing the streak, uh, Shawn Michaels getting retired, all those types of things, Ric Flair getting retired, things like that, that kind of falls in there as well Uh, as a debut. Do you think that was probably the most remembered debut in WWE history? Besides, you know, maybe like a Jericho.
1: I mean, for me, it's Jericho, but that's just because I was a little too young for this one. Yeah. Um, I wasn't watching pay-per-views in 97, um, but I was watching Raw in 99, which is why I remember Jericho's. Um, I can remember the countdown and them butting into the countdown and then him finally being there. And I remember I was being – I was very excited being that because it was still – it was still the summer. I think it was August 9th that Jericho came – Uh, came and debuted which you know there's no school so I could stay up and watch raw but yeah I mean that's probably mine but yeah I mean all time no doubt no doubt that uh Kane and ripping open the door and yeah it's padlocked but I don't care who you are man you can rip a padlock off that's impressive right off the hinges I mean it's crazy and then yeah going in there and and getting that with Undertaker leads to a fantastic match at WrestleMania '98. I mean, and and like you said, a character who is the best, one of the best characters in WWE history.
0: I think I might just have to call this Kane, comma DDS. <laughs> <laughs> something, something. That's gotta be. That's gotta be Kane
1: DDS.
0: <laughs> that's that's the other thing I was thinking. That's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be. Dot, dot, dot. Kane. Come that's got to be Isaac Yankum. Yeah, that's got to be Isaac DDS Yankum. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good.
1: That's good. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a hell of a pay-per-view. But, yeah, I mean, she's 97, man. That's, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Still one of my favorite pay-per-views, though. So, something that definitely you should watch if you've never seen it. And get the WWE Network if you don't have it.
0: Right. Um, the so what we got to talk about and and is wrapping this damn thing up because hopefully it's like less than thirty minutes. Um, <laughs> we didn't have much to, to go off of. Cody didn't show up. Who's our wrestling guru? Whatever, Cody, Migraine King. So let's just wrap this shit up. Thanks to uh, Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson music. You can follow him on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All We're Clothing, Crandall Squad and Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry for people we uh, lost Bear for a minute, so you go, I go on rambling. I just don't give a shit. This, uh, wrestling's not fun right now, but hopefully it does get to be soon. And sorry to Sparty Steve that we didn't get to you. Maybe we'll get you on the show someday. Maybe next time. But as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.
1: You know, some Tylenol, some water, a little bit of rest. It always cures my migraines.
0: Cody also needs an enema. Good night, King.